accidents, dangers, seen and unseen, shut the door, close it now, seal it now, with your blood, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus, 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 thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Do it, Lord God, like only. Hallelujah. Do it, Lord God, like only you can. Yes, oh God, move yes. by the Spirit divine in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all glory. We give you all honor. We give you all praise. Now, Father, as we enter into this second half of the evening, oh God, touch my lips of clay and make them yours. Cause, oh God, your will to be done and your purpose to be established in the mighty name of Jesus and will forever give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Can somebody just give me a thumbs up emoji that you could see my screen? Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Today is day number nine. Thank you. Today is day number nine. Prayer point for today is discernment and guidance from the book of Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6. Here beginning the reading of God's holy word. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths uh earlier this morning if you were on the 6 a.m uh prayer we talked about uh trust trust being the uh fundamental or one of the uh key fundamental components of human connections uh, it impacts the way we we interact or sense the world. It, um, it, 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 it is the base or the foundation upon which we build and how we govern ourselves. Um, this trust can grow and develop. Uh, we can um, form or fashion our idea of trust based on our, our childhood, how we were raised, um, there's some things that can happen along the way, our journey of life, that we put into a box and identify that as either trust or mistrust. Uh, we could even take something simple as a misunderstanding and say and, and classify it as trust being broken. And the only time that we really get an eyeball view um, of this word trust or begin to really dissect it and dissect people's actions and how they react to us in return is when trust is broken. And as a result, uh, we develop uh, these thoughts, these feelings, these emotions that come along with, with trust because now we're looking at betrayal, we're looking at rejection, we're looking at uh, abandonment and we're, we're measuring now everything and everyone against this 
experience, if you may. And not only do we do that against people, but we also doing it unknowingly and unintentionally with God likewise. And so as we develop throughout life and, and we, we, we come into our adulthood, especially for my young people, you know, you are getting into that place where now you're diving into the word of God and understanding what that is, what it looks like, sounds like, what it means for you in your space, being comfortable in, in, in saying that I'm an ambassador for Christ and that, uh, you know, I serve God and that I'm a Christian. You know, many of us, not just our young people, but many of us throw out these various terminologies and, and we say, oh, um, you know, I, I, I measure people by the energy, you know, when I walk into the room, I got to test the energy of the room, you know, um, you know, um, what's the vibes like, you know, what's the room like, or sometimes you say, you know, my, my spidey senses are going off, what's going on, and you say something is off, you say, I feel something, I can't put my finger on it, but something is off with that person, and you know, all these different contributing factors and, and things that we don't recognize that all of this points back to the word discernment. And I believe that it's important for us to be cognizant or mindful that whenever we, we use other terminologies instead of recognizing the spirit of discernment, right? Or the gift that God gave us. And I'm gonna get into that uh, uh, very shortly. When we use other terminology, we diminish the power of this gift that God gave us. When we, when we walk into a room and say, oh, I, you know, I feed off energy. No, it is your discernment that is being quickened or being alerted that something is happening. And so when you classify it with all these minuscule or minute words or these words that have no power, you diminish the Holy Spirit working or activating itself to give you some information. And so discernment is a gift that God gave to everyone. It wasn't just, you know, because we are Christians and, 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 and uh, you know, we are so special. It's a gift that God gave to everyone. Right. And, it, and it's a gift that uh, just like any Christmas gift that you get, you know, if it still stays in the box and you don't unwrap it, you don't unpack it. If it's a, an electronic gadget, if you don't take it and plug it in the wall and charge it up, then it will remain just that is. It doesn't take away from what it is. You have it, but you have not activated. You have not spent time to learn and see why does this show up in these times? And so when, when we are identifying that word discernment and saying, you know what, I am going to be intentional in my efforts now to pay attention when something comes up, to pay attention when I feel the vibe, to pay attention uh, when's the energy and who and the what, and when it happens, because what we're doing, we are training our spirit man now to be activated and for discernment to operate on the highest level. So it's not just about a vibe. It's not just about a feeling. God is alerting us of something. And so when, when, when that alert, when we have not uh, handled um, or healed from trust that's been broken with people, we are going to dismiss the discernment. We're going to dismiss the clues. We're going to dismiss what God is trying to show us, whether it's it's a 911 alert 
or whether it's this is what's to expect. We're going to dismiss all of that. And we're no longer going to trust people, but we're no longer going to trust God. Because now we don't even feel secure in what we feel. We don't even feel uh, um, uh, valued um, or that, you know what, I, I think that if I say this, it, it, it would carry some value, understanding that it's not you, but it's the Holy Spirit that's working through you. And so in, in, in the book of Proverbs, which most of it was written by Solomon, King Solomon, Solomon was the 10th son of David. And they often in, in some scriptures, depending on uh, uh, your reading in Hebrew, they refer to him as Jedidiah, which is beloved of God. And also he was considered to be the richest of all the other kings on the earth. He had money. He had so much money because he, he believed in the tangible, right? He built his kingdom on the tangible things like gold and, 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 you know, it's like for anyone, you know, I love speaking to Pastor Jeremiah and he talks about his visits, you know, when he visited Dubai and he was like, man, you, you get there and you're like in awe of, of, of this, this place. It, it doesn't even seem real. It seems like a fantasy. The Bible said that it, he was so uh, much um, in tuned and about the richness and vastness or the gaudiness of a thing uh, uh, that he didn't even use silver because silver was below him, right? And so when whenever anyone would come uh, see about him, they would come and say, whoa, now this is something. Right. Uh, I, I don't know if anyone, um, you know, if you if you watch TV, they used to have a show called The Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. So you're like, man, they have a gold toilet bowl. Does it flush and, and wipe for you? Like, what what's going on? Right. But that's how much it, it, it the vastness of it and they, the richness of it. But they were coming to see about his wisdom. And so the book of Proverbs are all principles on wisdom and prosperity, understanding how to thrive, right? And, and how to flourish and, and really live life at, at that level, right? And so these principles, if you may, and you follow them, it will actually give you this blueprint on how to live day to day and how to acknowledge in the excellency of God. And so the, the Solomon, right, Solomon he uh, wrote this and he said, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not in your own understanding, all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So acknowledge him who God is, acknowledge what he can do, acknowledge how he does it. And this goes back to with our discernment, when you're beginning to pay attention to what God is doing, you acknowledge him in every situation, not just in the big things, but in the little things. When you pray about certain things and you 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 were charting it, you writing it down. That's why it's important that you physically write something. Oh, I prayed about this today. I started that, and and then you started to see some things come to pass. You write the date down, and then you you now say, how did how did it happen? Did someone 
bring a word of confirmation to me? Did I see it uh, in it? Did I hear it through a song? Did I hear? And so you are now charting the way God speaks to you. Does he speak to you mouth to mouth, ear to ear? Does he speak? Where does he speak to you? Does he speak to you when you're in the shower or when you're on the, the you know, in the bathroom or does he speak to you in, in, in quiet or are you, are uh, does he speak to you through music? Like, what is it? And because you are aware and you're being so aware of who God is, you see God in everything. It's not a fantasy. It's not something that's all spooky, like, oh, you know, I drove past and the street said, um, you know, Lebanon, that means I'm going to go to a trip on Lebanon. That's not what I'm talking about. You need to chart and recognize so that you can see the timeline of when you pray and ask God and how he, he answers, when he answers, and in the time frame that he does, because when you continue to grow and build your relationship with God, that wait time will disturb you and cause you to run ahead of God and no longer use the spirit of discernment to, to, to uh, bind you together and hold you in place until God says go. You see, with discernment, Discernment pulls. Discernment is a spirit. Remember, it's a spirit. But in 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 your trust, when you're building and when you're deciding on something, when you are trying to make a decision, an informed decision about something, you're using. Uh, and this is why he said, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding." And so it's your heart and your mind working together, but the spirit of God is what binds them together and, and pulls them. It's like a marriage. It pulls it together and say, okay, this is the information you gathered here. This is what your heart, your heart is saying. Now wait on what the spirit of God is saying before you make a decision. You see, uh, in, in Proverbs 9, uh, 10 through 12, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holiest understanding. Here's the thing, the fear of the Lord when is the beginning of wisdom. I must fear God. It's not in a scared tactic kind of way. It's not that I'm, you know, I'm walking around and I'm, I'm scared of my shadow, but just like how people were in awe when they came to Solomon, when he opened in his mouth, they heard God. My God, that's the wisdom of God. When he gives when he gives judgment, I know that came from the throne room of God. When you listen on a Sunday, a Sunday morning and you hear the preach word, you know that that overseer or Pastor Jeremiah, even myself, we went through the throne room of God and we asked God what to deliver on today. Let, let a let a rhema word come forth for the people of God on a Sunday. Some people, you know, and, and, and I heard, you know, someone recently said, you know, I, I love to hear a, a prophetic word. Let me tell you something. God speaks prophetically every Sunday. And so when he says these things and you hear them, you stand in awe of God. It's almost like you catch your breath when you see someone like real good looking, you know, you know, Denzel probably in his young days, you know, now he's walking a little slower, you know, you don't probably don't look too, you know, <laughs> you know, you got, you know, you got to be uh, like Justin Bieber. You got to bring the sexy back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, right? <laughs> I don't know. One of them, one of them artists said that, right? Not Justin Bieber. Uh, what's what's that guy's name? 
Justin Timberlake, thank you. You know, he said, you know, but it's like back, you'd be like, oh man, but back in the day, and you see, you see Denzel watch, he said, oh man, Denzel's on. I'm going to watch the movie. I don't care if it's if it's foolishness, I'm going to watch it just because he's in there, right? And so and you stand in awe of God. My God, that was you. You know, when 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 God uh, uh orchestrates some stuff, you look up and you say, God, I know that was you. The way he maps it out so perfect and timely, like you couldn't even map that out even with the, the best of the best in a room. You couldn't do it. And so you stand in awe of him. You, you look and you're like, my God, look, look at uh, 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 the sunset and all the colors. You're the greatest artist that ever lived. Look how you painted and you caused uh, 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 the birds to even be aware when there's a storm is coming and they gather into a formation. My God, look at you. And so the fear of the Lord also is reverence. Listen, I talked to God. I said, God, you my homie. You know, what's up? You're taking kind of long. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And did the reverence. And there's another time when I reverence him and I, I bow before him. And I say, God, you're the king of kings and you're the Lord of lords. You're the lady of the valley. I'm not ashamed to get on my face and on the floor and mess up my shoes, mess up my good clothes and lay and prostrate before him and reverence him and acknowledge him who he is, that he is Lord and savior divine. And another time I'm like, God, what's up, man? Right? Because he is my friend. And I have a relationship with him that I can talk to him like that, but I also understand him in his deity and I'm able to give him the reverence and respect that he so rightfully deserves. The fear of the Lord, and we see we're talking about wisdom here, that my life aligns with the word of God. If, 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 my, if, if I'm saying, God, you're the integrity of your word, my life has to be integral. If I say, God, you have not given me the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound mind, that means love comes through me. Even when I'm correcting other, others, love and grace comes through me. Uh, and, and that I have a, a steady mind. My mind is steady. I'm not tossed to and fro. I'm not confused. I, I don't run or, 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 or relish in gossip and, 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 and things that have no value. I live my life out according to the word of God as best that I can. And when I miss the mark, I said, Father, forgive me for I've sinned. Get me back, as Pastor Jeremiah said, get me back in a right standing with you, God, because I have a fear for you and I'd rather be with you than you be against me. If God can be for me, who can stand against me? My God, that's how much I want to, I want to make sure that even when they give the sinner's prayer on Sunday, just in case I'm going to repeat it right next to the person who is saying it for the first time, because I want to make sure that my, my life stays in alignment with the word of God. Why? Because God has to be part of all your decisions. God has to be a part of all your decisions. So when I'm thinking about something and my heart is, 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 is bent on, on accomplishing something, and I take those two and I go, God, I say, God, here. This is what I'm thinking about doing. This is what um, I, I, I want to do. This is what I desire. Is that your desire for me? Do you want that for my life? Right? Uh, because God, if I'm doing that, that means I, I want your truth to be my truth. I want your will to be my will. 
I want your way to be my way. Because here's the thing. When I acknowledge you, you're going to direct me. So when I come out of prayer with an answer, I know it's from God. So I don't have to question, uh, 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 is this God or is this me? No, 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 no. Because I presented to him and I did not let go until he answered. I did not let go until he, 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 he blessed me. I did not let go. I kept going and going. Now, some of you have been hitting the wall for the past nine days. And you said, God, I'm not going to let go of this thing until you give me clarity, until you give me the blueprint, until you tell me what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Uh, God, I need you to move on my behalf because this is what I'm thinking. This is what's in my heart. You, you, you know, there's some, there's some people that is in my heart that I need you to move on. They may not be following you, oh God, but God, here I am. I'm going to stand proxy for them and I need you to move on their behalf through me uh, because I have an awareness of God's presence. I have an awareness when he's no longer in the room. It's time for me to go. I know for many of you, if you used to party, if you used to hang out, sometimes you get to the door and you say, mm-mm, something ain't right here. Let's go. Let's go back home. And when you get the next day, you heard all kinds of stuff happen. Right? You, 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 you get there and, and you're walking home. And normally you walk this way from school and something said, go the other way. Uh-uh. Oh, that's the spirit of discernment. That's how, you know, every time you feel yourself saying, uh, you know, uh, recently some, you know, last year, something uh, happened. And, and I said, man, I can't believe it. this thing dropped in my lap. And overseer said, dropped in your lap. What are you talking about? Nothing dropped in your lap. That's God bringing the answer. That's the answer. Matter of fact, I said, you know what? You are so right. Father, forgive me. Because this is something when we have uh, been doing something for, for so long and it's become part of our verbiage. When we become aware, we now become aware of us and we said, ah, 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 ah. that's the spirit of discernment being activated. Let me write that down. Let me see what happened. This is what happened. This is what it sounds like. And this such and such and such. Because discernment, the Latin root of discernment means to separate or set apart. I'm not like them. I'm set apart, I'm different because I have the ability not to discern right from wrong, but good from evil. Because let me tell you something, folks would do evil stuff, but there's some spirits that come alongside that as well. There's some spirits that join itself. And so I'm able to detect, I, I can either detect, and, and this is why it's important for you to build your, the spirit of discernment, your gift of discernment, because you, some of you, the Lord might allow you to see it physically. You see something go through the wall. He was like, did you see that? You'd be like, no. But if you walk into a room, you could smell that spirit. You, you, if you go and you tell, you can easily identify what that is. And so when you're doing that, because you're being intentional in, in, in building and developing uh, this, the gift of discernment, you say, God, give me insight. God, give me foresight. God, give me hindsight. I, I, I pray this spiritual uh, hindsight, this insight 
is having the capacity to gain accurate and precise understanding of a person or thing. You could put your finger on that thing. You walk into the room and you can look and you said, oh no, they said that thing and they said it in a joke. And you said, nope, that's good old pain right there. It, it, it's nothing funny. That, that, that's, that's rejection screaming. You know, that person and, and sometimes they, they might um, uh, achieve this level of success. And you said, no, that's, that's, that's myth. That's uh, a pain that they never healed from. That's trust that was broken. Yes. You, you look at stuff and he's like, uh, oh yeah, they stayed in their comfort zone. Yeah, I, I understand. No one, no one validate them. No one told them that they were good enough. Uh, because and then they were waiting on people to validate them instead of going to God. God, give me insight to be accurate and precise. Let, let me be able to see the essence of this thing so that I can hear what's not being said and I can see what's not visible and I can sense on the inside, even when I'm on my way to an interview and a meeting, I know who's sitting in there and I know what they're gonna ask and I know uh, 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 the, the plot that they're trying to put together uh, to throw me off guard, you're gonna show me, God, give me insight. Make, make, allow me to be accurate, let me not miss. Let me not pray and miss. God, give me insight. And Father, Lord, help me to, to develop foresight. That, that's your faith. That's faith growing. Because when faith grows, when we learn more about God and, and believe that God holds your future, you know, sometimes life right now may seem like, my God, it just feels like a whirlwind. And it feels like you're not going to come out of this thing. And you're not going to come out of this thing successful. And you feel like there, there is, there's no end in sight. And you just feel like, my God, uh, why does this feel uh, like, like uh, that, 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 you know, in, in our country, they say, man, I feel like crosses follow me everywhere I go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like, you know, no matter what I do. And he's like, ah, change that, change that. You know, your faith reminds you that God holds your future because faith is the currency of heaven and faith predicts dicks that is going to happen. Uh, walk, it's going to walk, it's going to operate uh, because I'm walking and I'm operating in expectation because it's already done. God, give me the foresight to keep my eye on your future and understand that you have rulership and authority. God, give me foresight. Give me the, 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 the gift, just as how discernment is a gift, Faith is a gift that needs to grow. This is why continuously throughout the scripture, the Lord is constantly talking about faith. And he's here because that means that faith, right? Uh, what, there's even a part, uh, I forgot what the scripture said. It asks, what is your measure of faith? Where's your faith? Is it here, 30? Is it 60? Is it 100? Do what? You know, there's some things that some of us can do that, you know, our, our young babies say, man, you crazy. Then you say, you're not there yet. You got to go through some things and trust God through some things. And then your faith grows to another level to believe God for the impossible.
I don't know about you, but I've been through some things. And let me tell you something. I'm believing God for the impossible. I'm believing God for the miraculous. My God, I'm believing God just like Paul, that when he prayed, my God, the prison door bust open and we walk out of that thing. This thing that kept us captive, whether it cap it held us captive physically, emotionally, psychologically, whatever. Whatever it is that kept captive, my face said, I'm busting loose and I'm coming out of this because my future, there's some stuff that's attached to my future. There's some stuff that's, that's attached to my later. And God, I need you to bust this person out of prison. I need you to bust my mind out of prison. I need you to take the limitations off my mind and, and that I will never accomplish these things. Take the limitations. This, this requires you to be honest and transparent with you and say, God, take the limitations off of my mental space uh, because uh, take the limitations off of my understanding of what I think something ought to be. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. God, my heart has been broken, but I did God that I'm going to love again. I did believe God that he's going to bring some folks that's going to protect me, protect my vision. They're going to uh, help me to build my vision. They're going to help to cover my vision when I'm away. They're not going to steal from me. They're not going to rob me. They're not going to sabotage me. God, take the limitations off. Ah, because uh, what's in my mind and what's in my heart needs to calibrate with the spirit of God. Let me tell you something. You've got to be transparent and honest with yourself and say, God, let your truth preside over my life. And not only foresight, but hindsight, allowing you to be able to, dish, to extract the grace and the anointing out of a painful situation. My God, God give me hindsight. When I look back of the things that I've done and I've come through, I'm not gonna be angry. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna be salty. I'm gonna say, God, I thank you that I still got the grace to walk out. God, I thank you for putting me through the fire. I call it the refining fire. My God, because let me tell you something, what I've been through, this next chapter, you can't shift my way, not one bit. Yeah, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. You can't shift me and from where I'm standing because I'm standing on the word of God. Uh, what I've been through, uh, I'm glad I've been through that uh, because God, it allowed me uh, to gain wisdom knowledge and understanding to acknowledge you that God you're no respecter of person if you get if you brought me in it my God I'm gonna come through it and I'm gonna come through it with grace and I'm gonna come through it with an anointing that when I speak a thing it's not because I read it in a book it's not because somebody taught me in a classroom but my God it's the anointing and that that I extracted out of this thing Lord I thank you for your grace in, in Kings, first Kings in the, in the beginning, and I share, Solomon, the Lord at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon during the night in a dream. And God said, ask for whatever you want me to give you. My God, I dare you to go to bed tonight. God empty tonight before you go to bed. Empty yourself 
empty your mind, empty your heart. Today's challenge was about emptying, revisiting, reflecting on the things that's in your heart that have allowed you not to trust God. God, empty me. Because when I go to bed tonight, my dream that I dream is going to ask for whatever that I want. And you're going to give it to me. God empty me. Let me tell you something. Do not allow folks to lease space in your mind and your heart. Don't allow it. God empty me. Don't, don't allow them to still, they're still on your mind and you're still thinking about them. As soon as you even see them in a picture, your, your, your heart, you just get all, you just feel out of sorts. God empty me. God empty me. Let me tell you something. The, in the Muslim faith, uh, they, they, they have this uh, ritual. It, they, it can either be actual or symbolic where they use water before their pray. Before they start their prayer, they wash their hands, they wash their mouth, they wash their nose, they wash their face, they wash uh, their hair, their eyes, their ankles, and their feet. It's called uh, uh, wudu, something like that, right? And so when they don't have physical water, symbolically, before they open their mouth and pray to their God, they say, God, Wash me, wash my hands, make me whiter than snow. I, that's not what they say. That's what I'm saying. That's what my Baba said. My mouth, right? And they wash their face, wash, cleanse me, cleanse my ears, the things that I'm hearing. Because let me tell you something. You need to stop hearing what others are saying and, and thinking the things that people have planted in here. Wash me. Wash me, God. When God empties you, wash me, Lord. I, I don't want, I only want to see you because here's the thing about discernment. It's not physical, it's spiritual. It's a spiritual vision that you'll get. Wash me, Lord. Make me whiter than snow. Purge me with hyssop and make me whiter than snow. Well, whatever is inside, hyssop, let me tell you, hyssop is like a laxative. It will clean you out. Wash me. Wash me, get, get rid of everything that is not of you, that have not served me in the last season. I, I stayed mad, I stayed upset, and all it did was gave me an ulcer and acid reflux. Wash me, Lord. I, I wanna see you, God, in this next season. Wash me, Lord. What, what the, even the things in my mouth, Lord, wash me that when I speak, I, I, I decree a thing and it is established. Because when I speak, just like Solomon, they hear God. And so when I ask for something, whether I ask for it in the natural or in the spirit, it, 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 God gives it to me. Because it's a heart thing. God said, trust me with your whole heart. Whole heart. All of it. And, and he said, don't lean into it. Let me tell you. Can I tell you, sometimes you can lean into an idea of something and you lean so far in it that it actually becomes true and manifests itself to be true because you thought about it long enough that it has now become your reality and you're talking to somebody who's like, I didn't even say that. What are you talking about? Because you have allowed stuff in your heart. Listen, I'm guilty of it because sometimes I'm like, 
uh, I can't be bothered. That's foolishness. My kids would say all the time. I say it all the time. I said, that's foolishness. I don't have time for it. And overseer said, see, if you address it the first time, this wouldn't happen. So I, I had to understand based on how he was raised in a spiritual household. He understand that you attack that thing right then and there because you understand the repercussions of it and how it builds later on. And it, even though it may not seem like a big deal, there's a little drop and a seed that, that, that stayed in your heart and it began to take root. And so in doing this, right, I'm watch my time. Someone tell me what time is it. I want to make sure I don't go over my time. I'm good. Eight o'clock. I'm, I'm going to let me wrap this up, right? And so Solomon, in all his wisdom, did not have, in all his wisdom, did not have self-control nor self-discipline. Solomon, eventually, he took those wives, he watched what they did, and eventually he leaned and he his path was no longer being directed by God. Even through your eye gate, even if you don't physically do it, even if you listen to it, right, you entertain it, and the longer you do that, it will throw you off course. And as much as you may acknowledge God, here's the, the, the truth of the matter. You're really not acknowledging God if you're saying one thing and you're doing another. He cannot direct your path. I don't have time to go into the rest of this, but I will say this as I end. Repair the breach of trust. Spend time with the Lord in prayer. And this is all from what we talked about earlier today in the middle of the day, just as another uh, underscore on this ninth day. Use the, using the word of God to heal. Every time something comes up, find a scripture that, that balances and talks about that uh, to heal, right? Because God, God doesn't have to prove himself to us, <laughs> okay? He doesn't need to prove himself to us and say, you know, he's telling us to trust in him. He doesn't have to prove. We have to rebuild our trust in God and know. And avoid being judgmental because when the, the gift of discernment begins to increase, you don't see the physical and the outer appearance. You see the spirit of the person. And, and when you begin to see the inward parts of a person, you can get judgmental. And so just be wary of that. And delay is a form of disobedience. When God tells you to move, you move. When God tells you to move, you move. Delay is a form of disobedience. Because remember, when the spirit of God tells you something, he is operating in Kairos time as Overseer has taught us. Not Kronos, Kairos time. It's a divine appointment. Move. Remove the distractions. Some people, I'm not saying anybody on here, but I just had to put it there. Remove the distractions. Some people pray and sage. I'm talking about Christian folks. I vended out uh, a couple of uh, last year, uh, no, two years ago, and and uh, from a church or or her, uh, you know, her parishioners came over and they purchased, and uh, she had the prayer cards and she had sage and they all brought, they all bought it. Witchcraft. You can't do both. You can't operate in both. 
And so remove the distractions, remove the need to uh, lean into, uh, you know, uh, the moon and the stars and the crystals and, and, and the astrology of it. Remove the distractions and lean into who the word of God is. I'm, I'm over my time, five minutes. I do apologize. Father, we thank you. We glorify, we honor you, we give you praise. We thank you, Lord God, that you are enabling us. You are increasing our gift of discernment now to enable us to make sound decisions, uh, combining and bring, marrying the things of our minds, our thoughts, and, and the emotions that's in our heart. Lord God, bring the two together, bind them together with your Holy Spirit so that we can make the proper informed decision to further your plan and your purpose for our lives. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, just like Paul, as his worship went up, as he praised you and acknowledged who you are, you bust the prison doors open. Bust the prison doors open even right now, physically, spiritually, emotionally, oh God, psychologically for some of us. Some of us have been bound down with excuses that we can't because we don't have this. Some of us have been held captive uh, because of what others have said to us. Some of us have been held captive, oh God, in, in, in our household uh, because we believe that we just can't and that we have missed the mark, that we are too old. Uh, that, that we have not gone to the, the best school and we have not accomplished or completed school, whatever that is, oh God, take those limitations off that we don't have, where, where will we get the money from to further our education or go back to school, take the limitations off now in the mighty name of Jesus and cause us now to feel secure in you, cause us now, oh God, to trust in you, the great I am, cause us now, even right now to increase our relationship with you so that when we hear what thus saith the Lord, we will move expeditiously. We will move confidently and we move secure knowing that you, Lord God, are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. L allow us, oh God, tonight to empty. Empty us tonight. And let us let go of what we think we know and give us the dream. Bless the dream that we're going to dream tonight. Give us sweet sleep, restful sleep, knowing that you got us and you got this. In Jesus' mighty name, may all God's people say amen. We will see you all tomorrow for those who are joining us in person. Mm -hmm. Amen. See you all tomorrow evening at 1358th Street at 7 p.m. We'll also be opening this prayer line as well uh, for prayer and instruction and communion. Uh, as Overseer said last night, we'll be taking communion. So if you can uh, get your challah bread, if you can't find challah bread, you know, uh, get, get a Ritz cracker or a Wheaties or something. You know, if you can't get Manischewitz wine, you can get uh, juice. If you don't have juice, bless the water that comes out of the, you know, uh, Poland spring, whatever bread you use. Don't make it an issue, but present it. This is as we present it, uh, right? At these sacraments, this is the body that was broken for you. And this is the blood that was shed for you. We thank you. We give God glory, honor, and praise for each and one of you that show up here tonight 
in the mighty name. Good to see you, Pastor Z. Good to see you. Good night, everybody. Love you all. God bless. Love you. Thank you for the awesome word. Awesome word, Pastor. God be the glory.